Welcome to the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast, the podcast for newbie, aspiring, and experienced virtual assistants. This podcast is for the virtual assistant who wishes to grow their business and pursue additional income streams. I'm your host, Christian Virtual Assistant Alicia Avant, and I have been a VA for the past 12 plus years. I'm excited about sharing my experience, my struggles, and my journey with you on this podcast. Welcome! Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast. I am your host, Alicia Avant, and today we are going to be talking about how VAs can find and hire their own intern. And this doesn't necessarily have to just be for VAs, but it is definitely going to be something that as a VA you might want to consider. So we're going to talk about the different steps or things that are important to consider when you're hiring an intern. And I want to encourage you about hiring an intern. I shared with you a couple of weeks ago, I believe, and gave a shout out here on the podcast to my current intern, Sherry. And this is the first time, in all honesty, that I have paid an intern. And that's going to be one of the things that we talk about. In the past, I did barter agreements, but I am now a very strong proponent of paying your intern. So let's get started. How can you find an intern and hire one? Number one, be willing to train them or offer them some sort of on-the-job training. I had my first intern 10 years ago. Can you believe that? I hired my first intern in 2011, and what we did was a barter agreement, as I shared. I had created a training program for virtual assistants. And I basically walked her through that training program and had her do tasks for me as a business owner so that I could help to her to gain some on-the-job training. It was supposed to be a three-month internship, which turned into a year because she enjoyed doing and learning on the job and she decided that she wanted to continue And at some point during that time, I started paying her as a subcontractor, but in the beginning, it was very much a barter agreement. Number two is to have an idea of what you want them to do before you hire them. Write up a job description or at least a list of tasks that you will be outsourcing to them because this will help you when you're looking for someone. What I did do and what I did in the past is I go into some forums or in the past it was forums, old school forums back then, but now it's Facebook groups. And I say that I'm offering an internship. I create a Google form that I have them to fill out. And I also share with them either like on my website, create a page on my website, or I share with them via Google Doc a list or description of what I'm looking for. So I look for certain skills. I look for um, them to be available for a certain length of time. My internships are normally 10 weeks. So that gives them time. It 
my course is an eight-week course, and they get access to my Become a Virtual Assistant course as an intern. And so they're, they're given a week of orientation, they're given this, the eight weeks for the course, and then they're given another week to have like a Q&A session, a kind of a wrap-up. And so they are responsible for working for me for those 10 weeks, and they do up to 10 hours a week of work, and it does not have to be 10 hours. What I tell them is I give them the opportunity to take up to 10 hours, but if they are able to do it in less time, that's fine, and I pay them for a specific number of hours, so either way. And so that kind of leads me into number three, and that is to be willing to pay them. In the past, I have had some, I've had numerous interns that I did not pay. It was simply a barter agreement. And I've had some really awesome interns. Uh, Shout out to some of them. I've had Trisha and Amanda and Amy and Elizabeth that were all um, interns of mine in the past, Um Some of those were unpaid interns in the beginning, but like I said, many times I end up subcontracting out to these interns after their internship period is over. So after the 10 weeks, I then began to pay them. And that's a good way to find great subcontractors because it kind of gives you a trial period to work together. But being willing to pay them really was a game changer for me. It really upped the commitment that the interns had to me and to my business. And that old age old saying that says you get what you pay for is often true. I had a numerous um, interns that dropped out halfway or even just weeks into the program of my internship because I believe it was the payment issue. They could not um, commit that amount of time to the program without having pay. And so I can understand why that was hard for them. Number four, I would suggest you're doing interviews. The reason that I have the Google form is so that I can kind of weed through and look at what type of people are applying to the internship. And I require that they have some knowledge of social media. For me, that's a requirement because I want them to use social media as part of what I'm having them do. That might not be a requirement for you, but you decide what your requirements are. For me, they needed to have social media experience, at least have a profile and know a little bit about the platforms that I currently use. So I asked them questions like, how much experience they had, if they had profiles. I asked them, you know, if they had experience with certain programs or or services. And then I narrow it down like, okay, so for instance, I hired an intern about a month ago and I had about 15 people apply for the internship program. I narrowed it down to two. I had interviews with those two ladies and then I chose from those two ladies who I hired. So I highly recommend having um, an interview with them on Zoom. It gives you a chance to get to know them a little bit better and to get a connection with them. And for me, it was obvious after that conversation who I should hire. 
it really solidified what my thoughts were um, going into the interviews. And then number five is to have during this time that you're working with them to have open communication. I didn't, you know, I didn't mind giving my interns my phone number to text me and things like that. You want them to stay connected with you, uh, at least to email on a regular basis or, or to work with you through like Asana or Slack or something like that. But open com- and honest communication is key to a successful internship. So I try to be in constant communication, especially during the week with my intern and let her know what's going on and what I need from her and that sort of thing. And she's really good at communicating. And then number six, offer, if they do a good job, offer to be a reference for them for the future. So when the internship is done, she will have the opportunity to work for other people and be a reference for her so that she can get other clients along the way and be a cheerleader for her in that regard so that she can grow her business. That is ultimately my goal is to help women who want to work from home to start their VA business and be able to grow their own virtual assistant business. My very first intern, her name was Rhonda. She still has a VA business and it says this is still a very successful virtual assistant. So that was my goal for her. And I'm very happy that she is still um, in the in the industry and still doing a great job 10 years since our internship. So those are the things that I have for you about hiring an intern. Hiring an intern for me has been a goldmine. It's been a wonderful experience. I've also gained friendships. I am friends with all, most of my interns. I'm not going to say all because that's not the case. Some of them dropped out amidst the program. And, um, but my, my best interns, I definitely... Um, became friends with them and have really enjoyed the experience. So it's imperative to get a good fit. And these tips that I gave you today should help you to do that. So I hope that this was helpful. I am really excited because this next week we are going to be sharing about a webinar I'm doing I will be launching um, the, the, I'm sorry, the Become a Virtual Assistant course again live. I have not done it live in a couple of years, and I am excited about doing it live again versus an evergreen walk yourself DIY through the program. The course will be held live for eight weeks. You will get access to me one-on-one or, you know, one-to-many. There's going to be hopefully multiple people in the course. It is going to be limited to 10 participants. And this next week, I'll be doing um, some more information. We'll be coming out about that. So stay tuned. If you are interested in the course and you have not taken it, you can go to com forward slash coming dash soon and you can sign up to be on the waiting list so i thank you for listening to this week's episode